Hey y'all, and welcome to another episode of Black Girl Abroad with your host Laquisha. And I'm coming to you for the finale of the Getting Uncomfortable series. Yes, I said finale. <laughs> we are not going past three episodes, okay? Um, but I do want to thank you so much, as always, for being supportive and, you know, sharing my podcast. Um, letting your friends listen to it, let your mama, your granny listen to it. I really appreciate it. I really, really do. And thank you for the exposure because none of this would be possible without any of you backing me up and supporting me on this journey. Um, and so, you know, the series Getting Uncomfortable, we started with part one. Part one, talking about just how I got started in teaching abroad and just really what sparked my interest. Um, And then in part two, we talked about ways to recognize and understand when you are getting uncomfortable and making that shift in your life for the better. Um, And in part three, we're just going to sum it all up and close it out. Um, And before we do that, we're going to take a quick little break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Black Girl Abroad Podcast with your host, Laquisha. And we are now on the finale of the Getting Uncomfortable series. And before we get into the content for that, I want to do a shameless little plug and let you know that if you are not part of the BGA Black Girl Abroad family on IG, I highly suggest you join We have an awesome book club starting up this week. And the book is called You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jen Serino. I said it right today, y'all. This is a number one New York Times bestselling book, sold over 2 million copies. And this book is amazing. That's me tapping it on the desk. It is amazing. Um, right now I'm currently on chapter five, but so far in just the introduction and the first four chapters, I've learned so much more about enlightening myself and becoming more aware and just understanding who I am. And so I want to take the time right now to read a quote from the book and it's going to transition into us talking about getting uncomfortable. And the quote says, it comes from chapter... And the quote says, if you are depressed, you are living in the past. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. If you are at peace, you are living in the present. And this is by Lazo Tais, a Chinese philosopher. Um, And I want to start with that because when you're getting uncomfortable... A lot of times, we have to start living in the moment. Notice what the quote said. If you are living in the past, that's probably one of the reasons why you're depressed. Because the past represents regression. Regression um, is highly aligned with depression. Think about a lot of people who sometimes experience depression. 
they're experiencing depression from things that have occurred in the past and it's creeping up on them now, right? Um, but you stay stuck swimming in that past and listen to those sad love songs over and over again, you know, um, looking at old pictures of old flings and things like that. And it's like, that's not where we need to be. But notice the other end of the spectrum says, if you are anxious, that means you're too much into the future. And I can honestly attest to that. Hello, when I be, stopped being depressed and worried about my past, I started worrying too much about my future and became too anxious and worried myself into an ulcer, guys. We have to be in the moment. We have to be in the moment. That's part of getting uncomfortable. Part of getting uncomfortable is saying, look, I'm not where I used to be. I'm not depressed, but I'm not worried about where I'm going. I'm not going to make myself anxious. I'm going to worry about right now, the present, the current moment, what's going on right now at this very moment in my life that I can help. And that's part of getting uncomfortable. That's really all of getting uncomfortable. Stepping out on faith in that moment and saying to yourself, right now, I'm choosing to live. Right now, I'm choosing to get healthy. Right now, I'm choosing to do something about the issue. And once we do that, you all, oh my gosh, I can't tell you how amazing your life is. Actually, Jen makes a quote in this chapter about living in the moment. Let me see if I can find this. I can read you a little snippet of this part, what she says. And I actually used this as my Facebook caption for one of my pictures one day because it was so moving to me. It says it right here on page 39 in chapter 3. The more time you spend in the moment, the richer your life will become. Being present gets you out of your head and connects you to the source energy, which raises your frequency, which attracts things of light frequency to you. And all of those high frequency things and experiences are already here. It's already here. It says, just waiting for you to join the party. All you have to do is shut up, show up, and usher them in. So when we stop living in the past and when we stop worrying about our future and we just choose to live right now in the moment, all the stuff that we want is already waiting for us. It really and truly is. Love is already waiting for us. Money is already waiting for us. Abundance is already waiting for us. We just need to stop dealing with things we don't have to worry about. If something happened in the past, why are we still worried about that? Even if it happened last week, that's the past. Why are we still concerned about that? Why are we still letting that hold a negative connotation of our life? Oh, you know, back in high school, I was promiscuous. They used to call me a hoe, blah, blah, blah. Why are you still worried about that? Because we are clearly in our 40s. Well, I'm not in my 40s, y'all. I'm just giving an example. <laughs> I'm just giving an example. But I'm just saying, like, why are we still holding on to that? Or you have people who, ooh, because when I get 40, I already know I'm going to be too old to have a child. And I'm going to do this, do that. Why are you worried about that? That's not your job. That's not your job. Get uncomfortable right now and deal with right now. Right now, you are a healthy 31-year-old woman. And if you want to have a baby right now, have that baby. 
If you want to wait, wait, but deal with it right now. Don't worry about what's to come in the future. Because if you continue living your life like that, I'm telling y'all, y'all heard me say this earlier, I stress myself into an ulcer, into a whole ulcer in my stomach, a hole in my stomach. You don't want that for yourself. So listen, y'all, we're going to take a quick little break. And when we come back, we're going to dive some more into this and the book. Hey, y'all, and we're back. Concluding the finale to Getting Uncomfortable Part 3. So over the break, and even though it was a short one, I hope you had enough time to really reflect on how can I get uncomfortable with thinking about the past, thinking about the future, and become present in the now. And that really takes great skill, just being honest with you guys. I haven't all the way mastered that skill of being in the now, being in the moment. Sometimes I like to revert back to, well, just last week, you was blah, blah, blah. You know, and when I think about the information that I'm feeding into my soul, when I think about the information I just read in this book, it does not serve me any justice. Um, It does not serve me any justice, you know, thinking that way. And And that thought crosses my head as the words are coming out my mouth. Um, but you know, the good news is I'm recognizing, I'm recognizing, I'm recognizing what to do. And I am, you know, making those adjustments. And that's really what it's all about. So in concluding, getting uncomfortable, I want to say that enough times we don't appreciate ourselves. And honestly, that's uncomfortable in itself. Looking at yourself every day. Telling yourself, I love you. Looking at yourself every day and saying, you are beautiful. Looking at yourself every day and saying, all these different positive affirmations. That is uncomfortable. Especially if you have a low self-worth or a low self-image. And so I want to read another quote um, from You're a Badass. And it comes from chapter four. And the quote says... Wanting to be someone else is a waste of the person you are. And that is by Kurt Cobain. Listen, I need y'all to understand that being you is enough. Being you is deliberate. Being you is on purpose. Okay? If God wanted you to be like someone else, you would have been that person. You know, you would have physically, mentally, emotionally been them. Okay, being you is enough. And please start getting uncomfortable with that notion that being me is enough. I follow another fellow self-manifestation podcaster. And he was saying in his podcast how no two people are meant to be the same. You know, you have people sometimes who say, oh, you need to be like your big sister. You need to be like your brother. Well, I'm your mom and I was doing this. Why can't you be like me? But the thing is, you are uniquely made to be yourself. You're not supposed to walk in their light and their image. They're supposed to be a reference of light, a reference of encouragement, 
But they are not you. You are not them. You are not meant to do the same things that they've done. And that's just being truthful and honest. I know growing up, thank God, I was not compared to anyone growing up. I thank my mom for that. And if I haven't told her thank you, I'm thanking her now. Thank you, mom, for never comparing me to anyone else. She never once compared me to herself. She never once said, well, I went to college and you went to college too. She never did those things. And I think that gave me the freedom to choose how and who I wanted to be as a teenager, as an adult, um, and not just those experiences. Of course, my different life experiences shaped that for me as well. But I think because my mom gave me that freedom and she didn't compare me to others and she didn't make me feel like I had to be like someone else. If you're a parent out there, I'm not telling you how to raise your kid, but don't do that. Don't say, well, your brother is a straight-A student. Why you can't be? That only makes that child feel less than. And we don't want to do that to people. We want to build them up, especially our young African-American males, our males of color. We want to build them up because society is already tearing them down. We want to build them up. We want them to know that you are loved the way you are. I used to tell my students all the time, I'm never going to compare you to the next. You know, we used to have friendly class competitions, and I'd be like, okay, first period got this grade, you know, second period got this grade. But I would never want to say, well, I have all the smart kids in this class, because what, what is that telling a child? Oh, my teacher don't think I'm smart. So if my teacher don't think I'm smart, then I'm not smart, and I'm not going to try And then here we go, building up the lifelong depression of, well, in the past, my teacher told me I wasn't smart. We have to get out that, y'all. We have to get out that notion of thinking you individually created by God is not enough because you are. You truly, truly are. And I want to close out this podcast with the very last... With the very last little reading I'm going to do, because I don't want to give too much of the book away, because as you know... BGA fam, we have this book as our book study for the next month, okay? I'm already done with part one. Y'all better catch up. (laughs) I'm already done with the first five chapters. You better catch the hell up, okay? I want to talk about, she talks about in chapter five how self-perception is a zoo. And I want to read this one little snippet of self-perception and and Jen's um, insightfulness on this concept. She says, self-perception is a zoo. We spend our lives drifting between glimpses of our own infinite glory and the fear that not only are we totally incapable, unworthy, lazy, horrible, but that it's only a matter of time before someone blows the whistle on us. Why do we waste our precious time giving any energy to the other options. So I want to take the time to thank you all for listening to this Getting Uncomfortable series. This was something that was placed on my heart. And at first, it really, honestly, guys, started off as one podcast and it just became this thing that I was like, I have to give them more information. I have to give them more information. And so I hope from this that you have, you know, 
if not learn something well my goal is for everyone to always learn something but i hope that also from this goal it has given you a personal look into who you truly are meant to be and in closing i just want to leave you with this quote from cardi b that says i'm the rose that came from the concrete in the rose and that's exactly who we are we are the rose that sprouted up through the weeds through the dirt through the concrete okay we made it y'all and now it's just for us to continue tapping into that potential and being who we are truly purposefully meant to be i love y'all peace from the middle east and have a good one until next time this has been black girl abroad signing out